All right. So welcome to episode two of What the Flock with Brendan Plord and my co-host, Jordan McDonald. Hey. And last time we were talking about, you know, 40 things to do before you're 40. And some of the items on that list, you know, I just keep coming back to and they're cracking me up because to me, they they sound like absolute torture. Like, <laughs> take your kids fishing. Oh, yeah. Like, am I being punished? I, I don't want to go fishing alone, let alone take children with me. Okay, but you have to at least concede that that the point of going fishing, let's just remove the kids for a second. <laughs> the point of going fishing by yourself is, is it not to get away from people? Why would you want to get away from people if you enjoy the people in your life? I feel like that's like a husband's excuse. Be like, I got to get away from my wife. And it's like, is your wife really that bad? Like <laughs> I enjoy spending time with my wife. I don't know about most men, but oh, well, sure. But I mean, you don't think that you need some personal time. It doesn't have to be physically in another state, but I mean, surely, I mean, you can't spend every waking minute. No, that's fair. We do have our own, you know, interests that we do separately, but like, I feel like fishing is a big commitment, right? You got to like wake up early because I don't know when the fish sleep. Do fish <laughs> sleep? Like, <laughs> do you have to get there before they're awake? And how long do you have to stand in the river? And it, when, while you're standing in the river, I think it's just an excuse for people to go drink in public. Well, of course, <laughs> in public, but in private. I mean, yeah. you see, when I think of fishing, I think of going somewhere like not to city park. I mean, I, I think of going on a boat in like a Wyoming river. Uh, you know, mm. which is an even bigger ordeal because you either need a boat and you have to tow the boat or you have to rent the boat and then you have to get a guide. And if you don't have one of the fish finders or can you have an outboard motor, you know, does your boat have to be inspected before you put it in the water? This is like, that's too much work. And then you have to bring the kids. No, see, that's too much. No, <laughs> well, that's, that sounds awful. Oh, like, what do you think? Like, where do you think these people are going fishing when they say bring the kids? to like a fish farm a fi where it's a catch and release and you're like guaranteed to catch a fish. Yeah. You <laughs> and then you're like, as soon as you catch one, we'll go home and get ice cream. And they're <laughs> like, there's literally, that's all this is. It's just a pond full of fish. Please just catch one soon because I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. You know, as a kid, I think it was driving up to Breckenridge. It must've been summer because it wouldn't be in the winter, but mm. there what we went to one of these fish farms with, with my buddy. Yep. Um, and, I think it was just that, I, but I think we watched them gut the fish. Oh, I, I think we had the opportunity mm. because you could take it and then go grill it. And I think that's what, um, I think that's what my, my buddy's dad did. You know, see that. What's the point of going fishing? If you're not going to eat the thing that you, you catch. Oh, well, that's fair. That's fair. I don't want to gut my own fish. <laughs> I would vomit all over the fish and then that would ruin lunch for everybody. So yeah. <laughs> that's, that's okay. If I want to fish for lunch, I'll go to like red lobster. <laughs> That's fair. I, I think you bring up a good point. It's like, okay, even if you go fishing wherever you are by yourself to get away, great. Mm -hmm. But bringing the kids, I mean, <sighs> they have to eat something. They're going to be complaining the whole time. What, what like seven to 12 year old wants to stand in a river and fish? I, I don't know any seven to 12 year olds that want to stand anywhere except for maybe a line at like Disney World. And even then, they don't really want to stand. No, they want to be on the ride. So you're like, this is not going to go well. I no, crying, blood, yes. tears. Yes, meltdown. <laughs> and then you have a screaming child who's scaring away the fish. Because yeah. I'm assuming that's a thing. You hear about it like, whoosh, you'll startle the fish. Oh, yeah. 
if that kid's like, I don't want to stand, but I'm going to start running through this water. Yeah, mm-hmm. those fish, poof. Yep. Gone. Wait, wait, was this on a list of things to do before you're 40? Or is this on a list of things that <laughs> people think are fun, but are really not? I. It should be on a list of things that people think are fun, but are really not. And oh man, what a list that is, right? Like endless amounts of things that people are like, this is fun. And no, wrong. You are incorrect, sir or madam. <laughs> that is not fun. That is tedious work. And I don't want to be anywhere near there. Yeah. Okay. You know, so off mic, we were talking about this and I said bars, mm, but excellent. I think I'm going to refine it to, it does include bars, but mm-hmm. I think an even more perfect example is clubs. Oh, 100%. Right. Well, there's this waiting in the line. There's a cover charge. There's these bouncers that wear those silly little microphones. That <laughs> like think they're, they're in the CIA. Yeah. Like what? And yeah. then, and then of course they have to, I mean, how is this not discriminatory where of course they want to allow more females and mm-hmm. the males. How, how's that not like illegal? Yeah. And uh, not that I care because I don't want to go to clubs, but right. <laughs> but even if I did, it's not like I would be allowed in first, whatever. So you go through the line, whatever, even if you showed up early, nobody's there. The, yep. the action's not happening. The drinks are overpriced. The floors are sticky. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's that stupid guy in the bathroom. That's like, he, he like the man, he like extorts you. Yeah. Just for giving you Have a paper mince, towel. Sir. <laughs> No, no, thank you. Creepy guy. As a child, I was told not to take candy from strangers and that's exactly what you are. <laughs> Literally. Yes. It's, it's weird, right? Like I want to talk about that for just a moment. What's oh, yeah. with these bathroom attendants? I don't know. It was, it's, it's purely a way that somebody was like, yeah, I have this weird friend who I need to give like a job to, but he can't be a bouncer. And I don't know what else he's really good at. So I'm just going to put him in the bathroom and make him <laughs> hand out mints to everybody Ugh. and then expect a tip. Like, yeah, who, who agrees to that? Like, yeah. What's the job description? Oh, you stand in a bathroom all day. I think sometimes they have chairs. That's worse. Maybe <laughs> you're sitting in a bathroom. Doesn't that make <laughs> you kind of pervy? <laughs> like, oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. And the smells. Oh yeah. No. And Not- he has, what is he? I'm trying. It's been a while since I've been there. I think, I feel like I remember seeing gum, condoms, Cologne, cologne, cheap cologne, cheap cologne. Yeah. And then what? Everybody in the club's wearing the same cheap cologne. That can't be. Good. Oh yeah. 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 It's just Ode de club or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vinyl. Yes. Cologne to vinyl. Oh yeah. See now that sounds awful. And then like, you know, there was this article or there was a, I think it was a club in like New York or somewhere that kind of threw everybody a curveball, and they're like, we don't want any 20 somethings in our club on this night, it'll be just for people 30 and over. And Mm. you're like, that's actually a good idea because 20 somethings are a lot when you're in your thirties, you're like, you guys are just, it's a different energy, right? You're more rowdy. You're more like Mm -hmm. wild. You're just there to get hammered. You know, when it, and once you're in your thirties, you're like, no, I remember that. I don't want to wake up hungover (laughs) and I don't want to puke in the alley. Like I'm okay. I'm okay. But uh, you know, does that not make the 30 somethings just that's not their environment? Like, Oh, how do you club with, with limited energy? I think you just like, right. Especially like women love to go dancing. So like always that's what you go to a club in your thirties for is you go to take your lady dancing. And I think that's what your motivation is. Your motivation is not to go buy 50, $20 drinks or whatever it is. And, you know, try to pick up the lady at the bar. Like, no, mm-mm. not when you're 30, when you're 30, you're over that. 
yeah. and you've kind of like earned your stripes and you're like, oh, these 20 somethings, they don't, <laughs> they haven't learned. They'll get there. Exactly. The music could be slightly quieter mm. and the focus could be on, on a nice evening yeah. instead of people vomiting on the <laughs> dance floor being thrown out. Yeah. Um, the inevitable true fight. story. Yes. Mm. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. Oh yeah. Fights, bouncers. They just, people getting just arrested. Know. Just no. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, what else is, what else is fun that isn't hiking? I'm convinced hiking is a big scheme. Oh. It's just <laughs> who's running the scheme. <laughs> the department of parks and wildlife. Yeah. Parks and like, yeah. You got to pay right. us to come walk outside. What kind of racket is that? If I wanted to go hike, AKA walking in the woods, I'd just go for a walk and not get eaten by a bear or mountain lion or bitten by a rattlesnake or like chased down by some serial killer and buried in the forest. Hey, it happens. I know, you know, but, but you don't always have to pay to hike. I mean, there are plenty of trails that you just have to park. It's free. You're only talking about the places where you go like way out into the woods and you have to pay the parking fee. Yeah. They don't charge you to, to walk the trail. Well, that's fair. Right. But you're thinking it's like a walking simulator almost like, of course you can walk, but why you're saying you prefer to walk on concrete as opposed to dirt. Well, no, like just if you've got stuff to do, go walk while you're running your errands or go play with your kids outside. Why do you got to go walk around the forest alone again? Why is everybody trying to get away from everybody? Like, well, you know, I guess I'm on the opposite side of this coin, right? Because being in touch with nature, I find to be if I could do it once a month, Mm -hmm. I think I would be a better person. Right. And, And I can do it once a month. So really, I'm the limiting factor. Um, I always find that I come back refreshed. Mm. Um, I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily enjoy having to drive to get away from people. And yeah, every day I I walk the dog around a trail around my neighborhood, but it's still, you know, there's still cars Mm -hmm. whizzing by. Like it's, I'm, I'm trying to go just so I can hear the wind, look at the trees, have Uh. that little fear factor. Yeah. (laughs) You know, if I get eaten by a bear, I mean, that's a great story for somebody else to <laughs> for tell. For someone to, to be like, oh, man, did you hear what happened to Jordan? He got eaten by a bear. <laughs> yeah. What was he doing with the bear? <laughs> well, he was walking in the woods. You mean hiking? No, I mean walking uh, in the woods. <laughs> okay. Okay. You see, in my mind, the difference between walking and hiking is hiking in, involves slope. Uh, it involves uphill walking in up- the woods. Yeah. <laughs> This isn't a stairmaster <laughs> in nature, bro. This is this is you're enjoying the fresh air of the evergreens. Have you ever heard of a place called the Denver Botanical Gardens? Magical. Yeah, but it's all concrete. There's the concrete jungle. And beautiful sculptures. And 200 people. There's parts that are quiet, and like if your vibe is the little water feature, you can go sit by the water feature. If you get hungry, there's a restaurant it's where more you expensive. can buy coffee and sandwiches. This and is antithetical. This is counter to the point of going out into nature. Tomato, tomato. I'm still oh. out. I'm still outside, <laughs> enjoying nature. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll just have to agree to disagree. Uh, I think we might yeah. because I will die on this hill, sir. <laughs> Well, you're not going to make it up the hill because you were staying on concrete Cor- in the concrete jungle of Denver. Cor- correct. So I'll die on the hill. <laughs> You'll die somewhere <laughs> downstream. In the garden yeah. in Denver. Yes. That's fair. 
What else? What else are you? What else was on your list of things that people think are fun but actually aren't? Well, obviously, we covered bars and mm-hmm. clubs. Those are all pretty, pretty much together. You know, I, I was thinking about it when I was younger. I really wanted to, and I really enjoyed road trips, mm. and I think I still do. Yeah. Um, but I, I think they're really only enjoyable if you have more than two people. Like I, I think one person, yeah, it's not enough. Yeah. You need to split That's up the a driving. Carpool. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think it has to be a collective effort. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I pitched that idea, but I guess I don't really feel that strongly about it. Uh, I could see that. I mean, at the end of the day, like, I, th- I think it depends on the road, maybe the keyword in road trips being road. <laughs> because like, if you're, you know, if you're just driving down, like, I 70 through Nebraska and Kansas. You're like, Whoa, make it end. I will do anything (laughs) for some scenery right about now. No joke. Then that's not very fun. No matter who you have in the car with you. But if you're, you know, on the PCH or the blue Ridge parkway, if it's not closed, yeah, then, then it's probably beautiful and you get to enjoy the, the road and the, like the trip aspect of it more. So I think the road plays a big part into that like road tripping idea. Yeah. And I guess, you know, here in Colorado, it's hard to, the PCH isn't near us. Really the only road trip where you, for us, if leaving from here, that wouldn't encounter the boringness of a Nebraska or a Wyoming or getting down to Texas, we'd have to go West into Mm. the mountains. Mm -hmm. That would be the only way we could get to scenery quickly. Yeah. 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 Like Glenwood Canyon is beautiful. That's probably like Colorado's best like little stretch of road where it's pretty. Um, I'm sure there's other ones in the mountains that are smaller, but you know, everybody thinks of Glenwood Canyon right away. Cause you're like, wow. Yeah. That's, that's a nice strip of road right there. So that's fun. But then of course, you, you know, you get to grand junction and then you're like, well, this is now awful. <laughs> I think you mean junction oh. as the locals call it. Oh, it's junction. Oh, Nothing against Grand Junction. It's um, it's actually nestled in a pretty cool area, and it's not too far from uh, the wine. Oh, yeah, all the wineries. Yeah, what's that called? Um, Is it Palisade, where yeah. the peaches are? Also where the peaches are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, I don't want to live in Grand Junction. No. Junction, sir. Junction. <laughs> Junction. Yeah. Yeah. But. yeah, no, road tripping, definitely fun. I think it's more fun. It's Got a combo, right? You need good people, you need good roads, and you kind of need like the right vehicle because mm. nobody wants to be in the back seat of like a car that has no leg room and you're like, I can't feel my legs anymore. Like, yeah. or that's really uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Did you just say you can't feel your legs when you're with me? Mm-hmm. But you love it. I know. Yeah. So I think, you know, like we, we did, we did a road trip. We Absolutely. drove up the PCH Heck yeah. in a convertible. That's right. And that was an absolute blast. So oh, it was beautiful. I definitely think that is something that should be on that list of things to do before you're 40. Oh, yeah. Not take your kids fishing. <laughs> that is the wrong item. Drive the PCH in a convertible. That is the correct item. Yeah, absolutely. I guess just to defend, just to play devil's advocate, to defend the fishing, um, I think you want to do it. I think the defensible part is doing it before you're 40 because after 40, there's like no way you're doing it. Oh yeah. You get washed downstream. <laughs> yeah. And the kids aren't saving you. Yeah. Right. They're going to let you go. They're like, see you later, dad. We'll take the car. 
you know what? I was thinking of something that a lot of people really enjoy, but I don't. Hmm. And I, I was thinking it was perfect for you because, uh, Oh, do tell. Yeah. You must absolutely just love gardening. Oh no. And yard work. Well, see, I can't speak to yard work. Okay. Because I've never really done it. Oh, sure, surely you have. For, in some small part, you've mowed, a, you've mowed a lawn before. No, sir. You've never mowed a lawn? No, sir. <laughs> what? How did you get away with not mowing a lawn as a child? I'm not sure, but I didn't. I've never mowed a lawn. What? I, <laughs> <laughs> I mowed the lawn yesterday. Yeah, no. N- never? Not never. even once? Nope. What? Nope. <laughs> I thought we'd have something else to talk about. I'm feeling very judged at the moment though. (laughs) No, I have not ever mowed a lawn and uh, I I don't know how or why it happened. It's not like I actively (laughs) avoided it and it's not like we paid for a landscaping service. Who did? So who did in your family? My dad. I think maybe my dad did it to get away from my mom. (laughs) So see, we're back to the like, why don't you enjoy your spouse? (laughs) I love, (laughs) which would explain the divorce later, but you're like, Oh yeah, of course that, that makes sense. (laughs) That's why he wanted to go outside and get away. Like literally the sound of a machine just (laughs) (laughs) that was before noise canceling headphones. I guess they still had, Oh, they do. Oh, dude, they had him. Think about it with the big like antenna on it. And you like dialed into the radio station. You're like, I can't hear you. I'm listening to the game. <laughs> There's nothing the- on. <laughs> yeah. It's Tuesday. Yeah. You're there like, are no games. It's Tuesday at 10 a.m. What game are you possibly listening to? And you're like, oh, I can't hear you. <laughs> and, oh, and why are you mowing like four times in a row? Yeah. You're like, are you mowing the neighbor's yard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just get the whole street. Yeah, I'm just doing the block, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I can't really speak to yard work. I think the most like quote unquote yard work I've ever done is when I helped my older brother when he used to build houses and he'd make us dig like trenches for sprinklers, but that's it. And you know, when you're like, I think I was like 12 or 13 when you're that age and you're doing manual labor anyway, you're like, this is just, this sucks. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think you maybe have a different view of it when you're an adult. Like some people love yard work, right? They mm. love to like cut their grass and that like striped pattern and mm. they get like all crazy mm. about it. And you're like, good for you, dude, whatever <laughs> floats your boat. I actually really do enjoy, uh, maintaining the yard. Mm. You know, I, I'm not, okay. So I guess I am that guy that you were just belittling. <laughs> I am the guy that enjoys, uh, mowing the grass a different direction each time, mm. because if you mow it the same direction each time, you know, the blades tend to fall a certain direction, so they need to be mowed from the other direction, technically speaking. And I enjoy doing different patterns each time just to keep it interesting, right? Because if you mow it the same way, every time you lose your mind. Uh, and not only that, I love doing the edging. I guess my OCD, and they say often that OCD is actually just the O. You're actually just obsessive. It's not a disorder. Uh, um, so I guess I'm just obsessive about... About, about keeping grass. it trim. Yeah, about grass. And so it's a three part. I mow it, I edge it, and then I blow off the the, the grass from the sidewalks and, and the path. You know, it's it boils down to me like it, it's that seems like almost therapeutic for you. It's it is. It's therapeutic. You get a sense of pride. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you did something. It looks good. Yeah. And I guess yeah. it is kind of vanity, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but I get to enjoy it too. Um but you now just that pull out your chair and sit there and stare at your yard. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> just sit there with your little umbrella and your, your iced tea and yeah. yeah. From the neighbor's yard. Yep. Yeah. And so I look you, at oh, my, yes, yard. you go sit in their driveway and they're like, 
Jordan, what are you doing? And you're like, Shh, Bob, I'm looking at my yard, all right? I'm admiring my yard. <laughs> you just walk up and down the street to look at it. You know, so that, I get that. You mm-hmm. can understand the appreciation there. I, But I think about the people that garden. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand why they do it, right? It's an escape. Uh, you can't really break the garden. Like, are you no matter about like planting your own vegetables? Yeah, planting or flowers. Like you can't really, you can't so irreversibly screw up in the garden that it's it's game over. You can always retill the soil. You can sure you can kill a plant, mm-hmm. but you can always just scrap it all out and, and put in new stuff the next year. True. So it's, true. I guess it's it's like a Zen garden, but I don't Ooh, know. Now there's something I can get on board with. I would do a Zen garden. Like I'd be one. out there with the little rake, raking my little Zen garden into like a nice pattern with my little bonsai tree. You don't have to mow it. Exactly. See, if you and then it, I would be still never mow it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I'll have to move on. I just can't believe you've escaped this ritual, this, this rite, this passage is it into though? adulthood. Is it though? Yeah. It's a mm. problem. It's a problem for me. It's almost a borderline friendship deal breaker. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's a hot take right there. That is a strong stance, sir. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever get questions in school? Um, I think they were trying to weed out the people that were like doing drugs in grade school. <laughs> Did you ever, it was, it was, it was passed out to the whole class. It wasn't like I was singled out, but they would pass out this question. I don't remember all the questions, but um, the one I do remember was, do you enjoy the smell of gasoline? And at that point in my life, I was mowing the lawn and I did enjoy the smell of gasoline. Uh Oh uh, yeah. And uh, Jordan to the principal's <laughs> office, please. Or no, there would be your school guidance counselor. And they're like, we need to have a serious talk about where your future is heading. Young man <laughs> into the gas tank. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't think I actually got called out or summoned, but I, I remember thinking deeply about how I should answer that question. Mm. Um, and, uh, I, I hear now that they don't ask those questions anymore because oh. it was too, um, it was suggestive. So kids would think what I've never heard of that. And then they would go try it. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole nother topic for conversation. <laughs> totally kids these days, right? <laughs> You're just like, what possesses you to think eating a tide pod was a smart idea? Oh man, it gets worse, right? What are they doing? Uh, the pouring, Tylenol PM liquid on chicken or something like that. And like, Oh my God. I haven't it? even heard about that one. Yeah. Don't, but that's, that's a whole nother rabbit hole for another day. <laughs> yeah, we'll skip that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that one. Maybe we'll touch on that one next week of ridiculous things that when you're like an adult, you look back on and you're mm. like, did it, did we ever do anything like that when we were kids? What was our stupid thing we used to do? And I'm sure that we had our thing, but it wasn't like, I can guarantee you it wasn't eating Tide Pods. <laughs> no. Like we are going no. backwards as a, as a civilization, it seems. Yeah. Somebody puts out an idea and it's just a challenge, which I'm convinced isn't organic material. I, I'm convinced it's mm. like state sponsored or something. I don't know. Just to like, oh. just to make America fail. Get out your tinfoil hats, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> another another hot take coming from Jordan over there. The government is secretly putting out TikTok no, not, challenges. Not our government. Oh, not our government. Sorry. Foreign Ru- adversaries. Foreign adversaries, <laughs> aka Russia. No. Maybe. That's uh, possible. Sh- don't say Russia. <laughs> don't say it. No, take it back. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Some 
Eastern European country. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or even if further east. Than, okay. We're, we're moving on from this point. Yes. Here. You got something else that, that you think people find just absolutely thrilling, but doesn't, doesn't sit with you. Mm, I think as a native, I think snowboarding has sort of lost some of the like shine and attraction that it used to. when you know, when you were a kid, um, and maybe that's because now you have to drive as an adult and you're like, Oh God, was the traffic really this bad? Answer is no, it wasn't. It has gotten significantly worse over the years, but you know, nowadays lift tickets are so expensive. Food is so expensive up there. The traffic is horrendous mm-hmm. and it's like, we've had such crappy like ski winters. Like they've been making more snow than mm. they've, actually gotten so you're like it's not even real it's icy so you're like why would i want to wake up at 4 a.m to beat the traffic on i-70 to pay like i think it's like over a hundred dollars now for a lift ticket for for the day yeah for one day and how many runs could you possibly get when it's packed and you're waiting in the line every time right when you you're like do we ride all the way down the mountain or do we hit up that lift in the middle of the mountain that's a shorter line but then just do that quick five minute or every time and you're like you know you get probably what six seven runs in maybe because then you got to eat lunch at some point and you're like oh yeah i'll have the chicken tenders and fries please and they're like that'll be 45 dollars." and you're like i'm sorry are you charging me by the chicken (laughs) wing or like the chicken tender like is it ten dollars a tender oh yeah and then you know and then you got to leave by like three or four or commit to staying up there because otherwise you'll be stuck in the traffic forever and And, you won't get and if you don't have a place that's exponentially expensive. Yep. Yep. And then it's like, well, and then, you know, did you get good snow? Did you not get good snow? You never know when you're buying your lift ticket. Like you're like, mm, December 15th. It'll be perfect. It's in December. Surely it'll snow. Turns out to be like 60 degrees and sunny. And you're oh, like, yeah. what? Uh, there's no snow and there's two runs open. Can I get some of my money back? And the ski resort's like, oh, no. Money back? Yeah. What are you talking about? We have two runs open. Get out there. <laughs> and you're like, no. Sorry. I couldn't agree more. I, I've i never been a big skier snowboarder ever since I ran into a tree Ooh. As, as a child on oh. skis. I mean, I didn't, I didn't go to the hospital. It wasn't anything too serious, but it was enough for me to say, mom, no. Yeah. <laughs> no more. But I don't understand. Maybe that's just me. Um, I, I just don't see the appeal of, uh, okay, I guess there's only one situation where this would make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I suppose I see it through, through financial goggles first, because I don't find as much enjoyment in it, but mm. assuming, uh, you own all your own gear, yep. so you don't have to rent it every time. Yep. Assuming you have a place up there. Mm-hmm. So you just have to take the shuttle bus from your abode to the lift. Mm-hmm. Great. Or if you're real lucky, you can just walk right out your patio door and you're there even better. Right. And so then you could get off and have lunch at your house mm-hmm. instead of paying those fees. Um, but really the goal is being able to get back up that lift, enjoy the run, enjoy the whole experience uh, without all of this overhead. That's the only way I could possibly imagine myself enjoying it. Mm-hmm. The way, the way I've always looked at it ever since the traffic has gotten really bad and the prices have gone up so much is you have to get a season pass. Mm-hmm. You have to commit to like 
two days or having a place up there. So you need, you need to have a place and you have to have like a two day stay. So like you go up on Friday, you ski or snowboard Saturday, you leave Sunday, like mid morning and you, and you do that a couple of times a, a year and you get your money's worth out of the pass. Mm-hmm. You can eat at the place you're staying. Doesn't cost you anything. And it cuts down on the traffic because you can leave Friday night when no one's going. You leave Sunday morning when no one's going home. Everybody wins. That's the only way to do it in my opinion anymore because it's gotten so ridiculous that it's like, it's not fun anymore. And you know, people come here and they're like, Oh yeah, Colorado mountains. So awesome. Yeah. Shredded powder. <laughs> and you're pow, like, pow. yeah, pow day, baby. And you're like, there are so many other places that probably have actual snow. Like the last couple of years, the East coast has been hammered. Mm. Like mm. go to Vermont. Stop coming here. <laughs> Yeah, go home. Yeah. Or leave. Yeah. Or somewhere. Go to Switzerland. Like, go somewhere cool. A basin for the thousandth time is not fun anymore. You're like, I I don't understand it. And if that's your thing, that's your thing. But for me, after you've gone a couple times, you're like, it's the same runs. It's now there's just more people, more people from out of town who've never Mm -hmm. been on skis or snowboard in their life that are going to potentially run into you while you're sitting on the top of the hill waiting for your friends to catch up or whatever, or you're just taking a break. Oh, it's like, congested. Oh man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, it's, and you hear it's crazy. At least once a year, you hear the stories of like somebody was like plowed into by another skier or snowboarder. Cause they didn't know how to stop. And it's like, well, where's the person from? They're like, Oh, you know, Louisiana where they don't get snow. And you're like, what, what were they doing on a black diamond? And they're like, Oh, they um, accidentally went down it. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> Why is that even a thing? They paid for the opportunity. <laughs> yes, right? Oh, ski at your own risk. If you get killed on our on our ski slope, it's not our fault. No, there's a lot of paperwork you sign. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, interesting side note on this topic is that I think it was somewhere in the 70s, maybe the late 70s, um, early 80s, Colorado, and I don't remember which mountain town it was, but we were contenders for the Winter Olympics. Oh, yeah, and we said... Pass. Thank we said you very pass. Much. But if we had gone forward with it, there was actually uh, plans made to have a like a train system uh, that followed along I seventy. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, I, and I was thinking, should should we not have that? Why is this not a thing? I mean, they they keep um, what they're now like a toll road. There's a toll road oh, on yeah, I seventy. The, the toll lane. The ski. The ski toll road. Yeah. Toll lane. Yeah. Yeah. It's one lane. One lane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's not going to help anybody. No. A train would be way more used. I get it. Way more expensive. Mm-hmm. There's no debate about that. But for how much we, the state advertises, prides itself on the mountains and the skiing, mm-hmm. it just seems like it's just so strange to me that, that we don't have that. Yeah. Well, and it's not even, you know, not to keep harping on I-70, but like I-70 is terrible all times of the year. Like, Right now, leaves are changing. If you're going to go up by 70 on a Friday afternoon or a Saturday afternoon, you're going to hit traffic. Mm-hmm. It's just a fact of life now. No. Why? You know, you can't walk anywhere in Colorado into any store and not see the the mountains are calling and I must go sign. So you're like, <laughs> no, I absolutely must not go because I don't want to sit in traffic forever. Thank you very much. But, but no. You have to go during the week. You have to go on like a Wednesday. Who's going to go on a Wednesday? Who are those people? Who are these people that are like, yeah, you know what I'm going to do on a Wednesday? I'm going to take PTO. 
Yeah. I'm going to go up to the mountains, check out the leaves. Ah, there's a lot of people that can work from home. They can, they just say they're working. They oh yes. Sorry. I've been in meetings all day long. <laughs> Why have you shown away all day? Uh, it's really boring meeting. I had to just sit there properly. Couldn't touch anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ridiculous yes but yeah those are exactly it's the state of affairs Mm -hmm. right um as a as a buddy of mine put it once i think it was my buddy joe he he says the masses ruin everything Mm. right like so uh, you know i don't think i've ever actually gone up 70 to enjoy the changing of the leaves but i have consistently gone through estes park oh yeah yeah. because that's a really great Mm -hmm. uh, drive but also then again the road is one lane each direction at the point I'm imagining. And uh, yeah, the traffic is only worse. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, what do you do? What do you do? If you want to enjoy it, you have to put up with it, right? Yep. That could be another good segment for our show. What's worth putting up with? Or what do the masses ruin for everyone? I mean, really the question should be what don't the masses ruin for everyone? <laughs> right. That's true. What's what? one thing they've improved? Hmm. Universal healthcare. <laughs> and you can keep your doctor. Yep. You can keep your plan. Yep, exactly. We should probably move on from this. Yes, topic. we should. Well, before we offend a bunch of people, <laughs> it may be too late. Of course. Well, at some point, you know, we've offended somebody out there and they're like, what the flock are these guys talking about? And, you know, to them, we say, welcome to our show. <laughs> And I think that right there is the perfect way to wrap up episode two. You know, we'll be back next week to continue talking about one of these other topics that we've touched on today. I'm sure it'll be nothing but gold. Solid gold. Oh, yeah. But signing off for this week, I'm your host, Brendan Plord, and my co-host, Jordan McDonald. And this has been What the Flock, episode two.